Hello and welcome to this AFH Wealth Management podcast. I'm Ross Simpson and today we'll be discussing what you should expect when you first meet with a financial advisor. And with me to discuss this are advisors Bobby Desi and Carl Thorpe. I've also got Louise Webb here. Louise is one of our diary managers, so knows firsthand what questions are typically asked before that first appointment. Hello everyone. Hi. Hi. Louise, perhaps we should start with you as you're the first port of call as it were. And so this first chat, it's really about making people um, feel comfortable in the initial stages, making people aware of what to expect. Yes, it is. Yes, it's just very informal. It's, it's a meet and greet, really. It's, you know, for our advisors to introduce themselves. Um, some of our clients like to deal with ladies rather than gentlemen. And it's just finding out what is, what is important to them. And are they given any financial advice there certainly and then on not. the phone? No, certainly not. Make it quite clear. Some of, some of the people when they call through they want an answer answering straight away and make it quite clear that I am not uh, an advisor and I'm, I cannot give them any sort of advice but we have numerous advisors that will be able to help them depending on their postal code so you know it's just ascertaining certain information from them so we can try and make the appointment. You said about the um, the postal code there, so that's how it's arranged in terms of a meeting? It's yes, it is. So we would try and allocate an independent financial advisor that is in their location or within a reasonable distance to travel. But what if someone's out there in the sticks somewhere? Is there? Can we get to everybody in Absolutely, the UK? yes. I mean, we, we, we generally can. We can arrange a telephone call if not. Um, it was what's best for them, really. They may want to just talk first of all to the advisor to reassure them they are a normal person. Um, some people are quite frightened of making this first step. Do you discuss how long that first meeting is? Because I assume that would be one of the questions. Yes, that it is. Ask. You know, I always tell our clients or customers that the first consultation is approximately 45 minutes to one hour. Uh, very informal. It's very relaxed. They don't have to get lots of papers out. It's really just to be introduced to the independent financial advisor so they know who they can talk to. So is this something that someone could fit into a lunch hour or would that not be appropriate? Absolutely, yes. As long as we've got an advisor that can attend during that time, that's not an issue. And it doesn't have to be at home either, as long as they're comfortable where they want to meet. And I always say that it's, you know, you're going to be perhaps discussing your personal information. As long as you're comfortable, it's a hotel coffee lounge or at your workplace, we will fit in with them. And I assume the potential client could also come to the office? Yes, if, if they're local to us. We have got a few offices throughout the country as well that we can use the room if they're free. Thanks for that, Louise. And um, now that I've booked my appointment, uh, an advisor comes to the house or wherever we've agreed to meet, and that's where our advisors come in. So Bobby and Carl, what happens next? Firstly, what do I need to do to prepare for this meeting? Well, being in uh, and being at home um, or at the destination of the meeting on time is always extremely useful. Um, but other than that, really, there's nothing else that we need here in that initial meeting. It's just an informal chat. Um, we don't expect you to have any paperwork. We don't expect you to have any documentation. It is just a case of sitting down and introducing us and AFH to you. So the initial meeting is just for you to get to, to know myself as an advisor, for me to get to know a little bit about you and also any questions that you may have. Uh, talk to you a little bit about AFH as a company and then go through what goes on next in our advice process so you're fully aware of how we work and then obviously you decide how you wish to proceed. 
I don't know about you and how you work in those meetings, Bobby, but invariably I don't even take out a pad of paper. I don't even take out a no. pen. It's just a case of sitting down if it's in their home on their couch yeah. with a cup of tea or coffee yeah. uh, and just trying to have a chat with them and engage with them that way and make them feel comfortable exactly, um, yeah. to explain the, what happens next, really. Yeah, so, so I'll talk mm -hmm. about my background, where I've worked, how long I've been with AFH. Bit of a job interview, isn't it, really? It is, They're kind yeah. of interviewing us to see yeah. if we're good enough to deal with them and they're comfortable with us. Yeah. And it also gives us an opportunity um, to sort of interview them uh, and see if we're right for them um, yeah. as well. Because um, the last thing we want to do is waste their time. If it's an accountant or a solicitor, exactly. they should be dealing with rather than yeah. a financial advisor. Yeah. Um, so having that relaxed initial chat enables us to sort of determine that as well. What we tend to find sometimes what happens is clients will come in and then their own. We always recommend that they bring in their partners because it's important that if we're discussing your financial circumstances and your goals going forward, that your partners are involved. Because any decision that you make impacts each other. So in order for us to give you the best advice, it's useful for us to have a full overview of your current circumstances and look at both of you as a, as a couple as opposed to one person coming in with just their own information. It also means we get the opportunity to put both of their minds at ease with regards to who they're dealing with going course, forward yeah. as well, rather than them having to pay Chinese whispers and reiterate the process and everything afterwards. Yes, so. absolutely. I wonder if we can um, demystify this meeting. For example, straight away the potential client may be thinking that this meeting is going to cost them money. Is that the case? And, and can we dispel any other myths about this meeting? So once um, we've sort of sat down, we're relaxed, we're having a bit of a chat and we start talking about the processes at AFH and how we work with clients, the first thing I do reiterate to clients, just to put them at ease straight away from the get-go, is that the initial meeting that we're at is strictly on a no-fee, no-obligation basis. We are there purely to get to know one another uh, without any added pressures of actually where it's going to go going forward. So that's really the only sort of formal bit that I will actually um, go into in that initial meeting. Then it's a case of just sort of working out where they are um, and trying to sort of figure out what they would like us to be doing so we can sort yeah. of engage in that conversation and take it further. It all costs are transparent. There's not going to be any surprises or any invoices that they get through the door before they proceed with any of our recommendations. It's all clear. There's documents that we give them and we talk them through and give them different options in terms of how they want to work going forward as well. So it's not just the initial advice, it's how they want to take advice going forward as well. Some people think that we're actually going in there to sell them a product or sell them a service. That's absolutely not the case. We're there to listen to them, to look at what their requirements are, what their objectives are, and introduce ourselves and AFH as a company, and also so that they know how we can help them going forward. It can also be the case that we go into that introductory meeting and, and actually identify that perhaps someone else, another professional, might be better served dealing with them. It might be they need to see a solicitor and they've got mixed up with what we do. It might mean they need to see an accountant and they think that we can give the tax advice that an accountant can give. So it's about managing that for them. We could walk away from some of those intro meetings without giving any advice because at that particular time it's not the right time to do so. It's a case of sitting and listening and trying to establish what they're looking to achieve, like, like Bobby yeah. said. And also um, just pointing them in the right direction. As you know, Carl said, we're not there to sell them something. We're there to kind of guide them as well and put them in the right direction. If we can't help, we can sort of, yeah. Mm. A lot of the clients, when they call, they think we're here to get the wills sorted. Mm -hmm. That isn't something that we can offer. Mm -hmm. You know, that needs to be via a solicitor.
Mm -hmm. um, so I'm sure you, you come across that quite often. Uh, ironically, that does also lead quite often to good clients, though, because mm -hmm. we help them and introduce them to someone who can help them in the yes. short term. It, it's amazing, six, 12 months down the line, how many of those clients pick the phone up and call us back again, A, and th thanking us for that introduction, mm -hmm. and B, saying, look, now they've sorted that, I do need to sit down and talk to someone like you to take things further elsewhere. So is this meeting a meeting that delves into the potential clients or the person's personal circumstances? Well, this, this is the first time they'll have met us, and uh, as you've said beforehand, it could be the first time they've sat down with a financial advisor. Mm -hmm. So we've got to make sure that they're relaxed and comfortable with us. And that intro meeting is just to sort of reassure them. Um, when we go into it in further detail at second, third, fourth meetings with them, depending on what we're doing with them, then we'll start to scratch the surface and we will have to ask those sorts of questions at that point. But initially, that introductory meeting is, you know, I've said it already, there's no notes being taken. It is that sort of informal chat that we're looking at doing. Um, yeah, exactly. It is just that the initial meeting is your starting point um, and then it is the journey that goes on. But I assume that you will be running through what the company offers in the initial meeting. Yes and no, really. We try to manage the individual's expectations, um, but, but we don't know what they're looking to do yet. We don't know their personal circumstances yet. We don't know what they're looking at achieving. We don't know what's right or wrong for them. So it's more a case of explaining the journey that they're going to be embarking on rather mm -hmm. than actually looking at what we can offer them as a solution when we don't even know what the problem is necessarily yet. Exactly. It is signposting, this is where we are now and this is what the advice process is and what it looks like uh, along those stages so they're fully aware from outset that we're not just going to see them once and never see them again. Um, it is a, an ongoing um, process. And again, we're, we're holistic financial planners. You know, a lot of advisors that people may have dealt with in the past might have worked in the banks or uh, worked for companies whereby they can mm -hmm. only receive advice from one particular company. You know, being independent, we've got the whole market to research yeah. from. Um, so if we were to jump in in that first meeting and start offering solutions, then we could be missing things from a potential client's point exactly. of view. So we need to take our time to make sure that we have a pragmatic approach to make sure we analyse everything thoroughly and properly. And ultimately, the solution that's designed for that client is tailored to their particular needs and requirements uh, and, and that is going to take time to make sure we do a proper job for them. Exactly, it's, it's not a one size fits all, it's bespoke to the client that's in front of us. Let's say we've come to the end of the initial meeting and I decide I'd like to proceed with the plan that you've detailed or that we've discussed together, what happens next? Diaries out. <laughs> Literally we sit down, we just see when we can fit in to see you next, if you'd still like to see us at your home we'll come back and see you. If you want to come to the office, we can facilitate that and book a meeting room there. But all we do at, that, at the end of that meeting, really, um, is make sure that we find a time suitable for both of us to get together and start to um, schedule the next meeting and then discuss what happens next. I don't know if you do this as well, but if I book that meeting with them whilst I'm physically with them, I go away from the meeting, I'll send them a confirmation email, and in that email, I bullet point what, what they need, need to prepare yeah, for yeah. the next meeting. It's something that we do our, try and ask when we have that initial call because I always say I'd like to just enlighten the advisors so they're not going in cold. Um, you know, why? Why do you want to see an advisor? Mm -hmm. And it's just easier, I think, if you can go in with a little bit of an insight rather than mm -hmm. just general finance mm -hmm. advice, you know, in what field, because it covers so many avenues. Mm -hmm. Also, sometimes if there's a change in legislation, especially around uh, pensions, a lot of people still aren't fully aware of what their options are. So as they get closer to retirement, it may be something that they've heard on the news or something that's, that's triggered that call. Carl, Bobby and Louise, thanks for joining me today on the AFH Wealth Management Podcast.
Thank, Thank you. you.